Hey, 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 welcome back to Chew the Bible. We're in Amos chapter 5. Amos chapter 5. Just making our way through the entire Bible. We'll be done before you know it. Here we go. Reading on the CSV. Tony Evans, Study Bible. Lamentation for Israel. Listen to this message that I am singing for you. A lament, house of Israel. She has fallen. Virgin Israel will never rise again. She lies abandoned on her land with no one to raise her up. For the Lord God says, the city that marches out a thousand strong will have only a hundred left. And the one that marches out a hundred strong will only have only 10 left in the house of Israel. Mm. Seek God and live. For the Lord says to the house of Israel, Seek me and live. Do not seek Bethel or go to Gilgal or journey to Beersheba. Flip the page. For Gilgal will certainly go into exile and Bethel will come to nothing. Seek the Lord and live, or he will spread like fire throughout the house of Joseph. It will consume everything with no one at Bethel to extinguish it. Those who turn to justice, who those who turn justice into the wormwood also throw righteousness to the ground. The one who made the Pleiades and Orion will turn who turns darkness Olivia Pleiades is like a constellation of stars. We looked that up a while ago. Go Google it. P-L-E-I-A-D-E-S. The one who made the Pleiades in Orion, who turns darkness into dawn, who turns darkness into dawn, or turns the shadow of death into dawn, and darkens day into night, who summons the water of the sea and pours it out over the surface of the earth, The Lord is his name. He brings destruction on the strong, and it falls on the fortress. They hate the one who convicts the guilty at the city gate, and they despise the one who speaks with integrity. Therefore, because you trample on the poor and exact a grain tax from him, you will never live live in the houses of cut stone you have built. You will never drink the wine from the lush vineyards you have planted. For I know your crimes are many, and your sins innumerable. They oppress the righteous, take a bribe, and deprive the poor of justice at the city gates. Therefore, those who have insight will keep silent at such a time, for the days are evil. Mm. Pursue good and not evil, so that you may live, and the Lord, the God of armies, will be with you as you have claimed. Hate evil and love good. Establish justice in the city gate. Perhaps the Lord, the God of armies, will be gracious to the remnant of Joseph. Therefore, the Lord, the God of armies, the Lord says, there will be wailing in all the public squares. They will cry out in anguish in all the streets. The farmer will be called on to mourn and professional mornings to mourners to wail. Professional mourners. What is a professional mourner? There will be wailing in all the vineyards, for I will pass among you. The Lord has spoken. 
the day of the Lord. Woe to you who long for the day of the Lord. What will the day of the Lord be for you? It will be darkness and not light. It will be like a man who flees from a lion, only to have a bear confront him. He goes home and rests his hand against the wall, only to have a snake bite him. Won't the day of the Lord be darkness rather than light? Even even gloom without any brightness in it? Even if you... I hate, I hate, I despise your feast. I can't stand the stench of your solemn assemblies. Even if you offer me your burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. I will have no regard for your fellowship offerings or fattened cattle. Take away from me the noise of your songs. I will not listen to the music of your harps, but let justice flow like water and righteousness like an unfailing stream. Mm, I think Martin Luther King quoted that at one point. Let justice flow like water and righteousness like an unfailing stream. I'll have to Google it. Sounds like something he would say. House of Israel, was it sacrifices and grain offerings that you presented to me during the 40 years in the wilderness? But you have taken up Sakath, your king, and Kaiwan, your your star god. Mm. So I will send you into exile beyond Damascus. And it says, Yesakath, your king, and Kawan, your star god, images you have made for yourselves. So I will send you into exile beyond Damascus. The Lord, the God of armies, is his name. He has spoken. I have spoken. All right, I see what Tony, Tony, Tony has to say. Israel has turned away from the only one who could have helped him help them. Flip. Jesus put seek the Lord and live this way. Seek the kingdom seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. See Matthew 6:33. This in fact is the only path to blessing. Seeking God and his kingdom is not a one day a week activity. It's a daily attempt to adopt God's perspective on life as revealed in his word. And it includes living out that perspective. God's promise was plain for all who would hear. Pursue good and not evil so that you may live. And the Lord will be with you. Since Israel wouldn't listen, their future would include wailing, cries of anguish and mourning. day of the Lord is a theme that occurs in many of the prophetic books. Frequently, it refers to times in history when God carried out acts of judgment. The phrase also describes the day of God's ultimate judgment at the end of history. Mm. Turn off this printer. See First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 1 through 5. While some Israelites looked forward to the day when God's vengeance would be unleashed on the pagan nations, 
Israel themselves had become a pagan nation. Mm. Thus, the thing they anticipated would not be a day of light and blessing, but a day of darkness and judgment. Its arrival would be akin to narrowly escaping the jaws of a lion, only to be mauled by a bear. God hated the religious practices of Israel and refused to accept them. Why? Because justice was absent from Israelite society. This is a reminder that you can't worship God on Sunday and despise your neighbor on Monday. You can't read your Bible in private and then oppress your brother in public. Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> That's what I thought. I knew it. <laughs> I'm, I, I is smart. <laughs> Martin Luther King Jr. or Martin Luther the King underscored the connection between having faith in God and doing works of righteousness when he quoted Amos 5.24 in his I Have a Dream speech. Yep. Yeah, I knew it. I, yeah, this is quoted. I have a dream. I'm going to call this Let Justice Flow, like H2O. <laughs> that would be my, if I ever gave a speech. All right, let's read these little notes here. Uh, that's going to be the title of this recording. All right, uh, I'm going to read these little Tony Evans notes. He has a little, little, in this little box here, under Kingdom Living. Biblical justice and the poor. Repeatedly throughout scripture, God reveals himself as a defender and deliverer. The Israelites' exodus out of Egypt dramatically portrays God's execution of biblical justice on behalf of a group of oppressed people. Later, when God gave his laws to Israel, he reminded them of this deliverance. He said, you must not exploit a resident alien or oppress him since you are resident aliens in the land of Egypt. God regularly tied either a presence or an absence of biblical justice to a presence or absence of his blessing. For example, Israel's worship was rejected because of an absence of justice in society. The Israelite, yes, see Amos chapter 5, verse 21 through 24. The Israelites were taken into captivity and held in bondage because of their rebellion against God. He had repeatedly told them to turn from their sin and practice justice and righteousness to pay back what was stolen and to secure every pledge. The destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, as another example, is often attributed solely to the blatant practice of homosexuality. However, God also links his wrath to their lack of concern for the poor. Let's see Ezekiel chapter 16, 49. The prophets of the Old Testament regularly condemned the people for their social injustices as well. These social condemnations were not merely viewed as secular affronts to communities, but also a spiritual affront to God. Believers are to execute divine justice on behalf of the defenseless, poor, oppressed, and oppressed, and they are to influence the culture to do the same. Scripture relates biblical justice distinctly to these groups as a primary concern because they most represent the helpless in society and bear the brunt of injustices. True that. Lord, I'm going to pray this out loud. May justice flow like water. 
in righteousness like an unfailing stream. Lord, I pray for all of us, especially us who have a relationship with you, God, who've given our life to you. Help us, to Lord, to know specifically what you put us on this earth to do, Lord, and to... Um, to do, to do what you've called us to do. We know our salvation isn't predicated on our works, but it's because of that, the grace and the mercy and knowing all the many blessings you've given to us, Lord, that empowers us to, empowers us to, um, to do good works, to be a blessing to the poor, to serve the poor, help us to always have eyes to see, Lord, and to be your hands and feet everywhere we go. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned, or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.